Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, October 18, 2021. As of today, 74% of the Italian population is fully vaccinated. Considering only the over 12 targeted by the vaccination campaign, 81.2% of Italians are fully vaccinated. Instead, 7.8% is the percentage of people who have also received the first dose, considering the third dose, considering the categories of Italians to whom the government has decided to administer it at the moment. The best region for doses administered in relation to the population are the same of last week. Molise, Tuscany, Lombardy, Emilia-Romagna and Sardinia. The worst are the same of last week too. Trentino Alto Adige, Calabria, Sicily, Valle d'Aosta and Campania. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. Over the past seven days, with regard of the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of minus 3.8% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change in the number of patients admitted to ordinary wards was minus 10%. With regard to intensive care units, instead, in the last seven days, the average change was minus 4.1%. On average, in the last seven days, we had 34 deaths a day, with a variation of minus 11.1% compared to the previous seven days. Curbs are slowing their descent, which is something expected since they've been going down for several weeks and now the temperatures allow less being outside where we can way better protect from the virus. Also affecting the number of new positive cases is the large increase in the number of swabs due to the green pass requirement to go to work. It is positive, however, that despite this growth, the number of cases was still, albeit slightly, lower. <coughs> Certainly, next week, with the obligation of Green Pass, the number of tests will grow again and probably the new positives will grow too. Among the regions, Friuli, Venezia, Giulia, Piemonte and Campania already have slightly increasing numbers. Italy today faces the first week of mandatory Green Pass to work. This has increased the doses of vaccine administered to the population. Thursday, October 14 and Friday 15, the first doses administered were respectively 73,000 and 69,000, an increase of 10,000 units compared to the previous week. That the trend of the first doses is growing is also shown by the data of the last month. From mid-September to mid-October, in fact, almost 1.8 million doses were administered, while the previous month there were just over 1.2 million. Swaps also increased dramatically. For three consecutive days, last Thursday, Friday and Saturday, the record number of swaps taken in 24 hours since the beginning of the pandemic was broken. And even yesterday, the demand was high, judging by the queues outside the pharmacies of many cities. In Italy, on Sundays, only a few pharmacies are open, and therefore the demand of those who wanted to get in order in view of the opening of the office today has found a smaller response than in recent days. It is estimated that there are about 3 million workers without vaccine. Not everyone will show up every 48 hours to take the swab. From the number, in fact, should be removed those who are sick, uh, who have been sick in the last six months, and then have the green pass, would be about 500,000. Those who have an exemption for health problems, another 200,000. And finally, those who gradually get the document because they have been vaccinated with the first dose 15 days earlier. Then, there are those on maternity leave and vacations. Finally, we must consider that many self-employed people will not show up every two days to make the swap. It is likely that among artisans, or in any case in smaller, very small companies, the adherence will be low, because they will count on the fact that the controls will not be able to be capillary among those categories. 
But since we are in Italy, in addition to those who follow the rules, there are also those who behave as they are smarter than the others. Last Saturday, the number of sick leave certificates had increased by 23% compared to the previous Saturday. How do sick leave certifi certificates work in Italy? Doctors are obliged to is issue a certificate also on the basis of symptoms presented by patients. Doctors simply certify what they see or what the patient declares. There are symptoms, however, that it is, it is not possible to ascertain. Think, for example, of those who say they have stomachache or dizziness. The, la the law says that the certificate should be issued only after a medical examination, but often the doctor and the patient have known each other for years, and the doctor ends up issuing the certificate even without having visited the patient, especially in times of pandemic. You stay home, but the absence is excused and you continue to get your paycheck. But it doesn't last long. The first certificate is almost automatic and usually lasts three days. Another one can be added if the patient says that the problem persists <coughs> or to allow for a more in-depth diagnosis, but then very rarely it goes beyond that. <coughs> Meanwhile, the protests that wanted to block Italy starting from the port of Trieste have not even blocked Friuli Venezia Giulia, not to mention Trieste as a city, where the percentage of unvaccinated is four times higher than in Italy, and in fact, it is the province with the highest incidence of infection of the whole country. There are two important lessons from all this. The first is obviously that where there is more vaccination, there is a lower incidence of infection, hospitals are more empty, fewer people die, and there is more freedom to resume a life similar to the one before. The second, definitely less obvious, is that in Italy there is finally a government that reasons and listens to those who are competent in the matters of which it must decide, but then, when it has made its decisions, it defends them. It is not frightened by a few fringes of violent extremists, and it protects the vast majority of Italians by holding firm to its decision in a resolute and decisive manner. And when it happens, those Italians who thought it was right to intimidate those who decide by imposing the whims of a few who make noise on the rights of the silent majority, withdraw. Learning that even in Italy, now, finally, there is a serious government that enforces the rules of common sense, respect for science and democracy without violence, but also without fear. <coughs> a government not passive, not aggressive, but assertive. Believe me, for those who like me and others have been waiting for decades, it seems truly incredible that this is happening. Soon we all hope that even the most extremists will understand how difficult, uncomfortable and expensive and useless it is to take three swaps a week in order to believe in reliable sources and fake news that deny what all the worst science has been saying for a long time and that the reality of the numbers shows every day that vaccines are safe and effective, save lives and are the only way out of this pandemic. The old Alitalia stopped last October 14, but the next day Ita Italia Trasporto Aereo, the new Italian national airline, starting operating. <coughs> in the last video I told you last uh, Thursday that most likely Alitalia's name and brand would be bought by Ita. And so it happened. The new Italian national airline, born as Ita Italia Trasporto Aereo, will be called, like the old one, Alitalia. ITA will pay 90 million euros, much less than the 290 that Alitalia asked for during the auction, which was deserted. ITA will keep the initials AZ for the flight code and, and O15, O55 for the ticket code. In the meantime, the search for an industrial pattern has started with the German Lufthansa among the favorites. While waiting for the industrial alliance to be finalized in 2022, 
Ida is already signing code share agreements that will allow the new company to multiply its routes and destinations. In this case, American Delta, Dutch, KLM and Air France are potential allies due to their historical relationship with Alitalia. The EU Commission has demanded that ITA be a completely new entity capable of acting in discontinuity with respect to Alitalia. If convinced that this discontinuity has not been achieved, the competitors will present complaints to the EU Commission. Those who follow these videos, um, and this is the last news of this video, know how much I am in love with Naples, its genius and its heart. One of the proofs of these talents is the one that in, in this time of the year returns to be important, that of the crib, il presepe, that in Naples is a very important part of every feminist life and even have a dedicated street, the splendid Via San Gregorio Armeno. Every year, <coughs> the master artisans create new statuettes to complement the classic ones, and this year, too, the Neapolitan genius has given birth to a very topical statuette, the one of the wise men with the green pass have appeared in the shop windows and on the street stalls in Via San Gregorio Armeno. Every year Naples tells the news through these works of art, funny but also symbolic. Today the wise men with the green pass represent the return to the freedom to travel and be welcomed into the homes of all of us thanks to vaccinations and the green pass that certifies them. I still think that Naples is the last hope of humanity in this world that is trying to get out of a terrible period, and that the creative genius of Made in Italy is perfectly represented by this new proof of authorship of the Neapolitan masters of Via San Gregorio Armeno. It's all for now, it's all for today, I'll see you next Thursday. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was with Italian News. Ciao from Rome.